Hey guys, good Friday and welcome to At The Coffee Table Podcast. This is episode 13 of At The Coffee Table Podcast. Uh, we pull up our chairs to the virtual coffee table, talk about everything and anything. Today I am joined uh, by Ben Riley. Ben is a business development and brand uh, consultant, um, started his uh, business adventures in the wine and spirits in- industry and has taken that experience and is now doing business development and brand strategy. Ben, thank you for joining me. Well, thanks for reaching out. You reached out on an Instagram DM and that's the way the world works and that's why we're talking. It's great to be here. Absolutely, nothing, it, like uh, like I hear all the time, it goes down in the DM. <laughs> I, I got, got that from a, a course instructor of mine. It goes down in the DM. That's it. Ben, why don't you give everybody a, a quick snippet of, of your background, where you came from and where you're at now? Yeah, I'll give you the 60-second version. So basically, I've been in hospitality my entire life. I've been in craft beverage for the last 12 years. Uh, About 12 years ago, I wrote the business plan for what is now still standing as Aware Vineyards here in Casanova. So I wrote the business plan for the developer, uh, created my own position as director of operations and assistant winemaker. And after about four years of working 75, 80 hours a week for somebody else, I just really wasn't I wasn't putting anything in my own pocket. I wasn't getting my own equity. So Siobhan and I sat down and made one of the hardest decisions of my life where I walked away from the perfect position. That was a really, really hard thing to walk away from. Mm-hmm. So I sat down in my, uh, in, in my office upstairs, opened up the laptop, wrote another 75-page business plan, got a few buddies to kick in some checks, and we started Life of Riley Distilling. So that was seven years ago. Uh, we, be- we became known very much uh, for our canned cocktails called Disco Lemonade. That's really kind of the project that kind of put me on the map and really got a lot of attention that way. Uh, we, dur- we turned down a couple of acquisition offers in, 20, in 2017. We accepted an acquisition offer in 2018. And since then, I've been able to kind of pick and choose which projects I want to be involved with, the people I want to be involved with. And I get to talk to cool people like you now. So life's pretty good at 42 years old. <laughs> That's great. So I, I guess there's a lot to be said about, you know, taking that, that leap of faith, taking that jump when, when it's really uncomfortable. Um, you know, a lot of what I've learned and I've, I've had to learn a lot about, um, you know, business and being an entrepreneur where I, I, I didn't know, I, you know, my background's in public safety. I spent 20, 25 years in public safety. I, I had very little knowledge of, of business and, and entrepreneurship when I got into real estate. Um, but a lot of what I've learned from influencers and so on was, you know, at some point you just got to make a decision and jump. Yeah. Is that, is that what it's, you know what it is being an entrepreneur, you know, like yourself going from, I would call it a stable job, you know, for lack of a better term, what was stable. And then now you basically, you have to sell yourself to feed your family. I mean, that is a real, that is a real thing. The two things that you have to have, if you're going to make that jump is, you need to be you need to be able to wake up every single morning, get punched in the gut 90 times before somebody says yes. You're going to get not I call it one no closer to the yes, meaning all it is is it's a numbers game. I tell this with everybody that wants to become an entrepreneur. Out of 100 emails, 100 Instagram DMs, 100 texts, 90 people are going to say no. 10 people are going to say maybe, mm-hmm. 5 people are going to say Let's look at it, and two people are going to say yes. If you're okay with a 2% conversion rate, both now and 18 months from now, you are going to win. If you're not okay with that conversion rate, 
you should go back to your nine to five, cash the check that's 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 every that's in your account every single Friday and feed your family. That is the one thing. The second thing is you need to be able to operate without a net. If you have it in your gut to operate without a net and know that when you jump out of the plane, you know, this is this is what I just talked about on my podcast this morning is like it or not, the entire world just got shoved off of a cliff. Everybody. Right. right. Everybody. There is no there is, there is no middle anymore. So if you want to become an entrepreneur and build your brand, you either were doing it before COVID-19 or you weren't. So when you got pushed off that cliff, the people that were building brand and telling stories and being on the platforms where people are consuming information, mm-hmm. they had a backpack on their on their back. Or they had a pair, excuse me, they had a parachute on their back. Right. The people that weren't building brand before, they just got shoved off and they're trying to build the parachute as they're falling. If you're okay with those two things, you should absolutely do it. You know, I I think about how um well, just to go back a little bit, you know, I, I was brought up in the in the age of um, you worked, you, you know, you went to school, you went to graduate high school, you went to college, you got your nine to five job, you worked that 30 years to get a pension and then you died. Yeah. That, that, that's that's what you're you know, that's how I was brought up. That's how that's that's how you, you know, that because it's safe, it's comfortable. You know, it's from, you, you know, my parents are from you know, the, the baby boomers that, you know, they were always afraid of somebody, you know, there's going to be a war, they're going to lose their money, there's going to be another Great Depression. And um, I think we're a lot of people are kind of faced with that now. Um, financially, the, the economic factor of all this uh, pandemic crisis, but um, that was that was hard for me to get past of, you know, this, this is extremely uncomfortable, because it's extremely unsafe. It is, it's unsafe. And it's scary, but here's how I look at it. If you can, if you can bet on yourself when you wake up every single morning to say, I believe in myself to hustle hard enough to, to cash those checks so I can feed my family. I can put soccer cleats on my kids' feet. We can go to Disney. We can do this. We can do this. The upside is so much greater in my mind that if you're able to pull the ripcord, you jump out of the plane for entrepreneurship and you hustle hard enough you should be able to live the life with the freedoms that you and I enjoy. And right. that's the upside. And it is, takes immense hard work. It takes immense stress. It takes immense toll, an immense toll on yourself personally, mentally, physically. Because when you wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, you only have one person to look at. It's yourself. You can't blame that boss. Oh, my nurse manager gave me a crummy schedule and blah, 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 blah. Well, you don't have that excuse anymore. There are no more excuses. Right. All get ripped away. So if you're okay with doing that, make the jump. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think that one of the uh, quick lessons that I I had to learn was like uh, getting into, you know, working in real estate was, you you know, when you start, you're a year away from from, really uh, establishing your business. And one of the other lessons I learned was what you're doing now is going to pay off in 90 to 120 days. So there's no instant gratification. And so like I have, I have three brand new agents that I'm working with in in EXP that um, I, I, that's what I told them right from the beginning. You're a year away from establishing your, your business. So what you do now is what, what's going to pay off a year from now. Um, And that could be, you know, the branding, it could be the hustle, it could be the lead generation and all of that. Um, And, and that's one of the, for some people, that's difficult to learn or difficult to embrace. 
it, it is. And that's the, that's the mindset that I keep talking about is you, you need to be uniquely wired to, to do, to have the audacity to create your own schedule, create your own lifestyle and create, you know, a lifestyle for your family. And here's the deal. It's like, it's like my buddy Adam says all the time. He uses a perfect analogy. If you want to be a brand, if you want to have, uh, you know, an entrepreneurship, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to build a business, he goes, it's the exact same thing as getting in shape. He goes, you can't pay, you can't pay somebody $5 million and have a perfect body tomorrow. You can't pay somebody $5 million and, and look good in a swimsuit. You need to systematically, I, I watch you on, Insta, on Instagram stories every morning at 645. You're in the gym every morning. Right. You're trying to yep. get it done, right? Yep. You have goals and you know that it's going to take you four months to be healthier. You know, I, yep. used, I used to suffer, talk about the health. I talk a lot about health and entrepreneurship and mental entrepreneurship because I had my, I had my crash three years ago. Mm -hmm. I would be two monster energy drink in the morning five diet Pepsi guy in the afternoon. Wow. I, I, I was the, you know, blood pressure at 185 all the time. So it took a systematic breakdown and a physical breakdown for me to sit back and go, what is this doing to me physically, mentally? Uh, what is this doing to my family? And that's one of the reasons we've made the switch. And that's why I'm just trying to get this message out to say, it's not just writing your own check. It is all of these things. If you're going to yeah. choose to do this. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, I found uh, what I had to, one of the, the, the proverbial punches in the mouth that I got when I started um, was, uh, guess what? This is not a part-time job. You know, there's no clock in, clock out. You know, you get your, it, it's, you have to run the business. So you have to be productive, not just busy. And you have to have some kind of structure so yeah, that's why I'm in the gym first thing in the morning. And then my day starts there and goes on all the way to when I go to bed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had to learn about time blocking and, you know, and it, it, all this stuff that, you know, and, and luckily when I got into real estate, I had a really good mentor um, that, that showed me a lot of, you know, gave me a lot of education. Um, but I also did a ton on my own, you know, a ton of learning on my own. And it's it, it just, I, I don't know if, if a lot of people understand that, because you see a lot of what I've been consuming here lately is that, um, you know, like with, with real estate and entrepreneurship is a, um, a lot's going to get weeded out and a lot of people are going to leave because it got hard and business stopped. Um, and, you know, I think without without the goals and, and being uh, my, the, the mindset of, of making a difference with purpose. Um, without that, you it's kind of, you're not really setting yourself up for success that way. No, you can't, you can't do it that way. This is something I, I've been leaning on very heavily over the last six weeks is you're exactly right. There was just a big wedge driven into the marketplace. And this is my whole parachute thing. It's you either had one or you didn't, but here's what, where the other parallel path is, is that the people that were faking it until they made it just got disposed. They just got taken out with the garbage. Those people are gone. So you were either doing it for the right reasons before or you mm -hmm. and right. people just got flushed out. Here's the other point I will make. This is one of my big pillars right now. Being human six weeks ago, being human was a good strategy. Today, right. today, being human is a necessity. It is a gateway That's awesome. into the market. Yep. There is no more. Yep. You either have to connect with somebody on a human level. Right. You're going to sell your service. 
You're not going to sell your personal brand or you're not going to sell your product. Those things are over. So if you are one of those people that faked it and make it and now you're sitting home, I feel bad for you that this happened, but I don't really because you were, you were in it for the wrong reasons. You were, you were, right. you, you picked up the $20 bill today when there was a $500 bill sitting there two, two months from now. Right. It's all about perspective. If you're here for transactional, for transactional business, that's fine. You can probably feed your family with that. I'm not in it for transactional business. I'm in it for the people that see that hear this podcast four months from now, mm -hmm. hear one little thing that I say and be like, hmm, that guy kind of knows what he's talking about. Let me see if I can track him down on LinkedIn and, and, and maybe negotiate a contract down there. Right. It's all about intent. It's all about intent. Yeah, no, absolutely. One of the influencers I follow locally is Paul Daly um, of, of uh, Convergence Story. Yeah. And he came up with, and I'm sure you've heard it, business to human, not D to B, not B to C, business to human. And, you know, tell your story, build your brand and make a difference by, you know, serving humans and, and helping humans. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was probably one of the, the better things I've learned and heard um, since I started this journey three years ago. Paul does it better than most. And that's why yeah. Successful. He's exited out of his one of his successful businesses and now does this for a living. I have a great deal of admiration for Paul Daly. Yeah. Um, and, and, I'll, and I'll tell you a quick story behind that is I'm a, I'm a, I'm a proud, proud Lemoyne alum, very proud Dolphin. And one of the things I did talk about being human and how that relates to transactional and brand business is I had a call canceled last Friday, about this time, about this time last Friday. I had a call canceled. So I had a hole in my, I had a hole in my, um, my schedule, which never happens. I mean, I had I had a solid block of 30 minutes. So a real tactical advice is this is what I tell everybody. I went to LinkedIn and I searched for Lemoyne grads that still live in Syracuse. So you can do all these filters and it gives you exactly who you're looking for in your network. In 30 minutes, I sent out 50 messages on LinkedIn that simply said, from one dolphin to another, I hope you and your family are doing well. If my network can help you out in any way, please text me at this number. In three hours, I got 38 responses on wow. of people saying, oh my gosh, thank you so much. It is so nice of you. I got two people that said, hey, I really could use some help. I'm selling blah, 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 solar panels or whatever. It didn't matter. But here's the punchline. I did the right thing and my intent was good because I had zero expectations in return. Mm -hmm. So it happened out of three of those 50 uh, messages. They sent me messages and said, love what you're doing now. Can we set up a call? So I am going to have a direct opportunity. I'm doing a lunch and learn with an organization in Binghamton that's probably going to lead to transactional business because I reached out and did the right thing. So there is always stories like that. But right. again, it comes back to being human, have good intentions, and having other people's value in mind. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I think that even even to this time with the, with the pandemic, you know, just simply reaching out to your client base and just saying, how's it going? You know, at least make it seem like they were more than a number, they were more than a transaction, they're human to human, you were actually concerned about their well-being. It's always good strategy. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I mean, I just got off the phone before minutes before you called. I called my local bottle shop mm -hmm. down here in the village of Casanova. We have a great wine shop down here. And 
the same thing. I, I typically hold between eight and 10 uh, business strategy clients at any one time, depending on what's mm -hmm. happening. And people are struggling. People are struggling to get through this to say, what is the new normal? What does my business look like in 60 days? What does my business look like in, in, in six months? Right. Do I even have a business in 60 days? Right. So I called my local bottle shop and I said, hey, can you give me a mixed case of wine? I'm going to ship wine all over the country to my clients to simply say with a handwritten note, thank you for sticking through this with me. It could have, they could have easily said, it's too hard, to your point, it's too hard. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't mm -hmm. want to pay Ben anymore. I am just shutting down. But guess what? 80% of my clients are not doing that because we've prepared them for what was going to happen when the world melts. Because guess what? The world just melted, but we're slowly coming out of this. So having a gesture like that to say, open up a nice bottle of wine. I know what all of my, all of my clients drink for wine. I put that into a database and I'm going to send them their favorite bottle of wine to say, thank you. That's it. Yeah. Simple as that. I mean, it just simple gestures. Um, even I, I've tried to impress on, on my real estate group and, and the, the real estate agents that I, that I work with was, it's just, just provide information, provide them value of some sort. You, you know, don't ask them about buying or selling, especially when this all started, when things were ugly in the beginning, even just two weeks ago, it was don't, don't, you know, ask it, just have conversations and, yep. and, and stay in touch. Um, so switching gears to branding. Yeah. Um, so last year I made the investment in, an, uh, in the Instagram power method course by Michelle Berman, a young lady out in Arizona does a phenomenal job. Good court because you know, I felt like I was spinning my wheels when it came to social media. I really dove into it when I got into, into real estate mm -hmm. and I could see where it was going and where it would benefit, especially the real estate business. So, you know, I dove into it, you know, watch Gary V and, you know, all these others. Um, but I was really very hodgepodge. So I decided to make the investment, take the course, be more structured about it. Um, and, and it's really, it's made a difference. But I think the, the biggest thing was, is that um, just keep it real. Don't make it all about buy or sell real estate, buy or sell real estate. But make it about here's a picture of me and my kids. And here's a picture of, you know, me in a, you know, out camping and, and so on. It's, you're telling a story. Right. And when, when I started Life of Riley, it was a vodka-based distillery. At the time, I had a six-year-old, a four-year-old. If you scroll back all the way to my, the first picture of me on the Facebook page for Life of Riley, it was right here, right, right, right here. And it was Siobhan, my wife, who's a nurse, myself, my six-year-old, my four-year-old. We were all sketching Life of Riley labels. Like, we were just sketching as a family. Right. People buy from people. This is right. the human contact that we keep talking about. Mm -hmm. I've been told what my strengths are on social media and digital storytelling are we were a family, comma, that happened to own a distillery. We weren't a distillery, comma, that happened to be owned by a family. Right. Two very, very different. It sounds simple. Right. So for you, my opinion is you are the family guy. First, the community guy first, that is bringing value, comma, that happens to sell real estate, not the other way around. Right. You know, if, if you if you told me that the majority of your listings were in, let's say, Liverpool, and if I live in New York City and I want to move upstate and I was specifically looking at Liverpool, great school district, great opportunities, what 
what as a young family am I thinking about? And I think Ben's uh, Wi-Fi locked up there. Ben, you still there? Oh, are you there? Oh, there you are. Okay, oh, little sorry. little glitch there. Okay, sorry about that. I don't and, know where. And we're live. <laughs> this happened to me earlier today. It must be my Wi-Fi. I apologize. Right. Um, I don't know where you where I lost I lost you. I'm sorry. You had a family moving from New York City to Liverpool, and that's where you yeah. locked up. So, for me, I'm not just look, looking for a listing. You know, I, I go back to the days of you know the real estate agents only had only had access to the ML, what is it the MLA or the what is MLS. the listing MLS MLS. Yep. So they would they would only have this database, that, and they kind of kept this database like this. And you only had to call your agent when when he or she had the listing, and then they would mail you the listing. It was just like this whole antiquated system. But yep. for me. It, Tell me the story of where's the best place to get a breakfast sandwich in Liverpool? What's the high school? What's the what's the elementary principal like? Where do I get dry cleaning to do my right. suit before I go downtown? If you could become the community manager, that that to me is going to be so much more important than how many bedrooms, how many baths, how many square feet, how many bells and whistles, how many this. Yeah. Yep. You still there? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's probably the 17 devices that we have going on right now. Oh, I'm sure. Dragging uh, it right down. But anyway, you, you, my point is you get my point is yep. you become, you are, you know, you are you, you are your family, you're documenting your journey of living and you happen to sell real estate because well, guess what's going to happen? Somebody finds a piece of your content and they find you a very interesting person because you translate well on the medium. Mm -hmm. They're going to click on your profile and be like, oh, this dude sell real, sells real estate. Cool. But guess what? I need a house. Maybe I'll text them. Right. No, absolutely. I think, too, that um, with the branding, um, it's very easy to, to get drawn into um, just kind of repetitiveness. And it, it really... I, I every every now and again I have to kind of remind myself to to freshen things up and not use the same templates if it's a still picture or you know whatever it might be. Um, what is your what is your biggest piece of advice when it comes to branding and putting out content? Always try. I call it the eighty twenty rule. Is mm -hmm. stuff that works should be eighty percent of what you continue to do. Like for me, Instagram stories is a huge thing. I don't do it as much as I should. But when I do it, I get huge. People just blow up my talk about DMs. People blow up my DMs. Right. So I do more of those things. Twenty percent of it is exactly what you're doing with this show. You're trying something different. Yeah. You don't yep. know what it's going to do for branding. You don't know if it's going to work. You might right. get to episode fifteen and be like, "That was a waste of time." But at least you did it. Right. So my, my point is, my advice is, always try something different. Do mm -hmm. a Facebook Live. Do a call-in show. Do a this, do a interview, go interview the elementary school principal, go, right. interview, go interview the bakery owner. And so that I know when I make an investment into the community, here are all the things that you can do with the community. Here's the playground. The playground is 1.3 miles from your, your house that you're looking at. 
I have a ten, I have a 13 and 11 year old. I would feel comfortable if they got on their bikes and 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 rode over there because mm -hmm. these are the things that people are thinking about when they buy right. a house. Right. About all how far am I from the mall? Where's the movie theaters? Where's all of these things? And the more that you can tell me about that, the more interested I'm going to be and try and do business with you. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So pre-pandemic, current pandemic, and where we're headed. Where, where, where is your your state of the business address? Where, where do you, where were we? Where are we now? And where do we need to go? Um, it just got real. It just got real for a lot of people. And here's here's the advice I would give to people: is um, if you just got shoved off that cliff that we keep talking about, you know, you need to have a, a real serious internal audit of what you want to have happen next. If I owned a restaurant right now and I just got blown out of the water, I'm not going to spend one minute being romantic about what got me here. I know that I have 250 chairs sitting right there. Guess what? 250 chairs are going to become 50 chairs in a year if we're lucky. Right. I mean, just going to be, this is the new normal. I know it's cliche, but anything that helped, if you used to send out postcards and whatever, that is gone. You need to learn something new. So the whole reason for this pause in my mind is to shake out, is to shake the market out, which you, which you talked about, yep. shake it out. Cause you're right. I'm sure a lot of real estate agents are not going to come out of this, you know, for whatever reason. It's the people that are going to sit down, open up YouTube, and say, "Hmm, how do I how do I do an SMS marketing a text message marketing platform with all of my clients when a new listing comes on? How do I do that?" You go to YouTube, you learn the skill, so that when the world does open back up, you have a database of 17 people that have told you, "I want to know what his latest real latest video is." Virtual walkthrough tours. Here's my here's my brand new YouTube video of my virtual walkthrough of 4550 Link Lane Road. Here's my brand new video. And you're going to get people that are sitting on their couch because they have nothing else to do. They're going to click on that text and they're going to say, that looks pretty cool. And at the end of the video, you can say, hey, here's my number. Text me. Let's set up an appointment. Yeah. So that's yeah. where we're at. There is the more people look back, the more they're doing this. I'm wringing my hands and I'm worrying and I'm concerned. Yes, acknowledge your feelings, talk about your feelings, learn a new skill, and grow the new business. Absolutely, and and that goes to, you know, I was, uh, Gary Vee again, Gary Vee was, did one of his videos and said, listen, if you're a restaurant owner, you need to be on YouTube right now, cooking meals every day, and showing people how you're cooking meals, and this is how you prepare it, and just do your own cooking show. If you're in XYZ business, show them how you do the business. And that's why, you know, I enjoy doing the podcast. I enjoy doing my content because, you know, realistically, in the end of the day, you know, I have businesses I'd still like to run in, in three to six months. And, you know, stay, I, I think staying top of mind is, is very important that way. It is important. Yep. And you can get to the point where, I mean, I'll, I'll be real with you. I have, a, I have a, an aunt who is a, you want to talk about people that got pushed off of a cliff. She is a 35-year veteran of European – she's a travel agent for Europe. Oh, wow. How about that? Yep. Does it get any harder than that? Probably nope. not. Nope. So I was strategizing with, with, with the two of them this week, and I said, okay, now what? I mean, what are you going to do? And I said, here's an idea. They have a, they have a you know, 
their whole home in Arizona is all, they have knickknacks from all their trips, 40 years of traveling to Europe. I go, how many stories are in, her name's Ingrid, how many, how many stories are in her head? And my Uncle Lee goes, about 700. I go, okay, let's do this. <laughs> Why don't you flip open the camera, record it, hold up, hold up a piece of, of memorabilia and tell a story. What if you are the what if you are the the nostalgic podcast of remember when we used to be able to travel to Europe and when we're going to again? Right. And over the next year, until they open up the travel space to Europe, over the next year, you have 52 episodes of a podcast. So what happens when one of those luggage companies, one of those airlines, one of those whatever scarfs that she wears, what happens if she puts together a one-page sales deck? reaches out to them and says, I'm, I'm getting 1,700 downloads of my podcast every week. Would you be willing to throw me 750 bucks a month to feature your luggage on my podcast? So you have to look at other ways to potentially make money. This podcast, once you, once you, once you continue to build the library of content that you're building, you absolutely should repackage this, put it into somebody's hands and say, hey, uh, donut shop. 250 bucks of 250 bucks a month to talk about your donuts in my videos and talk about my donuts on the podcast. Those are all very real strategies. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that, you know, reinventing ourselves, reinventing those, those strategies and tactics, um, it, it goes back to setting yourself up for success later on. Um, and it's got, it's so important, especially for anybody that wants to wants to survive in business, um, wants to pr prepare themselves for coming out the other side. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it, I, I have seen, I've seen the doomsday post of, yep, this is all over with. My business is shot. Uh, we'll never recover. We're all going to die from this. And then you got some of the bigger influencers that are saying, no, stop it. Do what you need to do now, like you said. Learn a new skill now, or learn how to, you know, improve your business some way. Because when when we come out of this, things are just going to take off. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And I think, you know, this is what I talked about uh, on my podcast a couple of weeks ago. Is it's all about prioritizing. What do you really want to have happen? Do you really want to grow your business, or do you want to make excuses? You know, it's. It's everybody, the last excuse for everybody, hey, do you want to know how to learn a new skill? No, I don't have what? I don't have time. Well, guess what just got stripped away? Right. The last excuse. Right. It is gone. Yep. And we're in New York State. We're not going anywhere for probably the next six weeks still right still. now. Right. That's nuts, right? But right. you can do one of two things. You can sit there and you can you can cry and complain and, and moan in the, in the chair or you can figure it out and right. you can move forward. So yes, I agree with you. I think once this thing opens, I think we're gonna see 4th of July parties like people have never seen. I think we're gonna, <laughs> yeah. I, I think the market's gonna go crazy. Yep. Real estate's gonna go crazy. I think the beverage category is gonna go crazy. Yep. You need to be prepared for when it happens. Absolutely, absolutely. Ben, I, I thank you for your time today. Um, do you have any, Parting, parting advice, parting words. Just, you know, I'm a Gary Vee guy too. And this is what I say is, is, is one, one is always greater than zero. I mean, any minute, you know, the, la the piece of advice is 
if you have aspirations of, of building any sort of brand, I don't care if you sell real estate, I don't care if you sell donuts, I don't care if you're a business consultant, the moment you catch yourself scrolling, you are wasting time. Create something on the platform, I call it the gatekeeper, create a piece of content on the platform to give yourself permission to scroll. Because the mindless scroll is the one biggest time suck that we have. Right. So if you have time to scroll three minutes, seven minutes, 17 minutes, you can create a thought. I don't care if it's a reply to a tweet. I don't care what it is. You are creating and you're contributing to it rather than consuming. So if you have goals for that, that is the one biggest thing you can do to get towards those goals. Fantastic stuff. Ben, this has been awesome. How do people find you on social media or otherwise? Well, uh, they can text me, 315-506-5084. I'm that guy that has my, my cell phone number on all platforms. Uh, just Google Life of Riley Casanova, and if I'm doing my job, you can find me. Yeah, absolutely. You definitely find him on Instagram because that's where we we uh, connected there. He obviously talked about LinkedIn. Um, you know, that has made this probably one of the the best conversations I've had on on my podcast. So, Ben, thank you very much for joining me today. I, I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This has been a blast. Everyone, this is episode 13 of the At the Coffee Table podcast. We've pulled up our chairs to the virtual coffee table and hopefully gave you some insight, gave you some purpose and gave you some value. So please like, comment, share with anyone you think might get any value out of this. And with that, everyone have a great day.